welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Whether you're a longtime listener or it's your first time here, I am so grateful that you decided to join me. I am really excited because right before recording, I picked up a message from one of the listeners who has um, a couple of years in sobriety, I think three. And the feedback I got, I loved. <laughs> it made me laugh um, because I actually wasn't quite sure if I should continue cussing, as some of my friends say. Um, but she, she said, that she really likes how I do that when I drop the F-bomb. And honestly, that is pretty much authentically who I am. And uh, Angela, thank you so much for for uh, leaving me a, a message here at Anchor to, to reinforce that because I did have one other person, Dan, yeah, my friend Dan, who I've mentioned before. I think he said that he likes when I swear too. Something about swearing and being sober. <laughs> I swear so much more now that I'm sober. Um, it just, it's such a powerful word, right? Like, I just, I feel like it just packs a punch, right? Like really drives us like a drives home the passion you have about what you're saying. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. So I, um, I recorded before and it was just very messy and I decided I scratch it. I'm just going to start over again. And so because I decided to start over again, that's why I, I got the message. So this is, it's making me laugh. So what I was talking about in the episode that I recorded before for today was the topic of powerlessness. And I know that's a word that I'm sure a lot of people go, fuck that over <laughs> Really, you know, it's true. I did. Because when I heard, we are powerless over our alcoholism. All I heard was, I'm powerless over everything. Like I took it to the max. And so I felt like a failure. And so I, I felt sorry for myself. I thought, you know, this fucking sucks. I'm finally surrendering to this disease and I reached out for help. And now I'm being told that I'm powerless. It made no sense. It just made no sense to me. It, made, it actually made me really angry. And I read all over social media, um, I'd see it happening with other people as well. Fuck that. 
I've got so much power. But I think, you know, what I want to talk about today is that it's, it's so misunderstood, that word, when we talk about our alcoholism. So in relation to addiction, it's just, it's confusing. It's the message has gotten all mixed up and misconveyed. So I'm going to share with you my, what I have learned. So my interpretation, my understanding of what powerlessness came to mean for me and how today I'm really grateful about it. So bear with me. Don't click off. (laughs) Please fucking don't click off. (laughs) I've got something to say about this. So yeah, so I was pissed that I couldn't drink anymore. Even though I knew I had to, I had no other choice. It was either death or stop altogether. And I couldn't do it alone. I needed to get help. And I needed, I was told to, you know, do things differently because everything I was doing before wasn't working. And I did agree with that because I was like, I've run out, I've run out of ideas. (laughs) I really don't know what else to do. And, you know, not to make light of it, but I was, I did contemplate suicide, you know, and because I was that, oh God, I was my life was just so completely unmanageable. It's mostly in my head. I think I've mentioned that before. And I just, it just, I was a mess. So I had to, I had no other choice. I really, I, I wanted to live. I wanted to see if this new way of doing things was actually going to work, which it did, by the way. And it has, you know, I only have, only have the day. So anyway, the powerlessness, I heard the word and it pissed me off. And then I ended up, you know, every day I'd show up at my recovery meeting and this is before social media of any kind. Yes, I'm kind of dating myself kind of a dinosaur, but not really. What age do you become? Like, do you, are you referred to as a dinosaur? It's actually not very nice. Yeah, no, I take that back. Only dinosaurs are dinosaurs. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I'm going to try not to breathe heavily. I know I, there's a lot of like ASMR stuff going on. Uh, especially as I'm getting over COVID. I have so much congestion. So please bear with me. I'm getting to the point. I really am. So in order, in order for me to get to where I am today, I had to do a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things that were different. So I'm glad I did these different things because I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't done things differently than I had before I got like totally said, I'm, I'm done. I'm done for good. 
and understanding that word powerlessness as it's related to addiction, to alcoholism. I really understood what I heard, like I said before, was that I was just generally powerless, that I failed, that I, that I suck at controlling my drinking, that I had some kind of moral prop problem, that I was a bad person. But no, fuck no. First off, I was sick. I wasn't bad. I was a sick person who was trying to get better. I wasn't a bad person trying to be good. And I learned that my drinking had nothing to do with, um, like it was, it wasn't a moral failing. I had a disease. I had no control. I mean, I've, I've made that clear in previous episodes. I had no control over my intake. So I was powerless over my drinking. That's it. Period. The drinking. If you can't control something, you don't have power over it. My drinking had successfully become the power that was controlling me. So I didn't know what would happen every time I drank. I lost any kind of ability to choose. It took me places that I'm not proud of, but I don't look back with remorse over anymore. That's part of learning how to forgive ourselves, right? And then over time, I started to get better. I started to heal. I changed. I felt better. I was making better choices. And I learned that what has been a blessing in my sobriety is that now I have this new peaceful power that has come into my heart. And that peaceful power is the freedom of choice. I get to choose how I how I feel I'm, I call, I'm called to be in this world. And that, that applies to my relationships. 
with others and with myself. And with strangers and neighbors and how I respond to things that are happening in the world. I get to choose how to respond, how I want to respond to a situation. And that's powerful. Peaceful power. The power. And it feels fucking good. So I'm at 15 minutes now. I've talked too much. So perhaps I'll do a another episode to talk more about this new power that flows in when we recover. If you have any questions about it, shoot me an email at sobergratitudes at gmail.com. And I'm so grateful you joined me today. And if you like me dropping the F-bomb, let me know. That's why I put explicit. I, I do. I honor that, that little button I push. Clean or explicit. And explicit is like pretty harsh, right? That's like, there needs to be in-between word. Just like, I'm going to push the, I'm dropping the F-bomb button. <laughs> anyway, I'm so glad you're here with me to stay sober together because doing it alone really sucks. <laughs> it's lonely. It's scary. It's boring. It's a lot more enjoyable to get sober with somebody else, to have a mentor, to have a friend, to have a community. I've said it before, but I hope you choose to keep me in your daily routine as far as your sober journey is concerned. I would love to connect with you. I always say that. I sound desperate. Sometimes I'm like, do I sound really desperate? I'm constantly asking just reach out. But you are, you really are. People are. So keep doing it. And it's 17 minutes, far too long. Maybe I'll do some editing. I love you all. Everything's going to be okay. If you need to drop the F-bomb to feel better, just do it.